Welcome everyone to another exciting episode where we delve deep into the fascinating world of physics education research. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're taking a close look at an enlightening paper titled Using the Energy and Momentum Conceptual Survey to Investigate Progression in Student Understanding from Introductory to Advanced Levels. Before we dive in, let's explain why this paper is a gem in the field. Physics education is constantly evolving. When it comes to teaching foundational concepts like energy and momentum, educators strive to ensure that students don't just memorize equations, but truly understand the principles at play. Absolutely, Tom. This paper is groundbreaking because it evaluates how well upper-level undergraduate students grasp these fundamental concepts after traditional lecture-based instruction, which is quite the norm in university physics courses. Now, let's talk about the key concepts the paper addresses, like energy and momentum. To put it simply, energy can be seen as the currency for doing work or causing changes, while momentum relates to the quantity of motion an object has. It's also essential to clarify a few terms that might crop up, such as conceptual understanding. This means students' deep grasp of the physics concepts, not just the surface-level ability to solve equations. On to the core of the discussion. The paper investigates whether advanced students truly understand these concepts, assessing their growth from the beginning to the end of their physics courses using the Energy and Momentum Conceptual Survey, or EMCS. As for the methodology, the study involved multiple choice surveys to gauge students' understanding before and after instruction. They then meticulously analyzed the data bearing a statistical lens to interpret the average scores, normalized gains, and common misconceptions. And their findings are quite revealing. They discovered that even after traditional instruction, less than two-thirds of the students could answer EMCS questions correctly. This indicates a lack of deep conceptual understanding even among upper-level students who have been through introductory courses. The implications here are massive, suggesting that traditional lecture-based methods may not be as effective for conceptual learning highlighting the need for a teaching approach that integrally combines both theoretical and practical aspects of physics education. In conclusion, while the research confirms that challenges remain in achieving comprehensive learning outcomes, it also opens doors for rethinking educational strategies in physics. It's the kind of paper that doesn't just shed light on a problem, but sparks conversation on potential solutions. Instructors, curriculum developers, and educational researchers alike can draw inspiration from such insights to enhance physics education at all levels. And let's not forget the broader relevance. The failure to properly understand these concepts can have downstream effects on students' ability to succeed in more complex scientific and technological fields. That's our take on this paper. We hope our in-depth analysis aids educators and students alike. Whether you're a physics novice or a seasoned pro, Understanding how we learn is the first step toward a brighter future in science education. As we wrap up, we'd love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. How do you think physics education could be improved for better conceptual understanding? Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time for another fascinating journey through the world of science and education. Are you tired of the same old ground-hugging methods of getting from A to B? 
Do you yearn for the joy of a playground while zooming to your next board meeting? Well, buckle up, Space Boppers, because Loop and Bounce Hyperpogo Inc. is about to redefine your daily commute. Introducing the Pogo Loop, the only travel solution that combines the efficiency of a Hyperloop with the untamed joy of a pogo stick. Picture this. You step into a gleaming pod, the doors hiss shut, and suddenly, bam, you're bouncing your way through a vacuum tube like a kangaroo on a caffeine rush. It's, uh, it's environmentally friendly, it's faster than a greased cheetah, and let's face it, it's just plain weird in the best possible way. And the best part? Pogaloop's patented pogo plungers ensure a smooth journey. So say goodbye to travel sickness and hello to giggle fits. So if you want to add some spring to your step and some hop to your stop, then Loop and Bounce Hyper Pogo Inc. is your spring-loaded chariot to the future. Loop and Bounce Hyper Pogo Inc., where we take your commute and say, boing, boing, baby. Tom and Jen, Pogo Loop, jumping into the future has never been this ludicrously delightful. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of our Deep Dive Investigative Podcast. Today, we have an exciting and highly technical topic on hand as we explore an intriguing research paper from the field of econophysics. That's right, Tom. The paper we're discussing today is titled Investigation of Indian Stock Markets Using Topological Data Analysis and Geometry-Inspired Network Measures. It's authored by a team of researchers, Saumitra Kulkarni, Hirdesh K. Farasi, Sudharsan Vijayaraghavan, Sunil Kumar, Anirban Chakraborty, and Arijit Samal. Before we dive into the details, let's give our listeners a bit of context. This paper is significant because it applies advanced mathematical tools to understand the complexities of financial markets, specifically looking at the Indian stock markets. The reason this is so important is that financial markets are what we call complex systems. They consist of many interacting components, in this case stocks, and exhibit intricate behaviors that can be hard to predict. The researchers use two main techniques here, geometry-inspired measures like discrete Ritchie curvatures and topological data analysis, or TDA. For TDA, they use a method called persistent homology. These tools help them capture the higher-order structure of these financial networks beyond the usual pairwise correlation. Now, if you're wondering what Ritchie curvatures and persistent homology are, don't worry. We'll break these complex terms down in just a moment as we delve deeper into the paper's objectives, methodology, and key findings. Absolutely, Jen. We'll be decoding all the complex vocabulary and explaining why this research can potentially have a massive impact on how we understand market volatility and systemic risk. So listeners, stay tuned as we embark on this enlightening journey through the mesh of Indian stock markets, where mathematics meets finance in an entangled dance of data and theory. It's going to be an episode packed with intuitive explanations of cutting-edge scientific concepts. Ever feel like your clothes are just too noisy? Yeah, like that swish-swish when you're sneaking for those midnight snacks and suddenly you're the human maraca waking up the whole house. Well, fear not, silent sneaker-outers, introducing sneak peek silencers, your clandestine couture connection. Don these trendy threads and you'll transform into a stealthy fashionista. Their incog wear is so quiet, you could moonwalk in a library. Perfect for those moments when you want to boogie down in the stacks. Need to jiggle your jewelry without jangling like Santa's sleigh? Sneak peeks got you covered. In silence. 
With nanotechnology so advanced, it absorbs sound waves. Even ninjas are like, whoa, where'd they go? So whether you're a librarian with edge or just tired of your snacks betraying you, slip into sneak peek silencers and dance like nobody's listening because, well, they can't. And remember, with sneak peek silencers, it's not eavesdropping. It's ambient observation. So head to sneakpeaksilencers.com and muffle up your wardrobe. Use promo code PODNINJA for a silent 10% off. Sneak peek silencers, be seen, not heard. Welcome to another episode of our award-winning podcast, where we explore the fascinating world of physics and chemistry. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen, ready to dive into today's topic, total angular momentum conservation in air and fest dynamics with a truncated basis of adiabatic states. Now that's a mouthful. Before we get deep into the science, let's set the stage with a bit of context. Introduction. In the world of computational chemistry and physics, there's a growing need to simulate the behavior of molecules and materials at the quantum level, especially to understand processes like photochemical reactions. Absolutely, Jen. To do these simulations, researchers often have to make certain approximations because the full quantum treatment of molecules is just too computationally expensive. One such approximation is the Born-Oppenheim approximation, which assumes that nuclei are a lot heavier and move slower than electrons. True, Jen. However, when we need to study fast processes where electrons and nuclei are heavily entangled, like in spin-orbit coupling cases, we run into some limitations with the BO approximation. That's where non-adiabatic dynamics come into play. Non-adiabatic methods allow for a more nuanced treatment of the coupling between electronic and nuclear motions. Today, we're focusing on a particular non-adiabatic approach called Ehrenfest dynamics. Traditionally, Ehrenfest dynamics approximates how the quantum and classical parts of a system exchange momentum and energy. Right, and momentum conservation is a big deal here. Specifically, we are concerned with scenarios where a truncated or limited set of electronic states are used, which can cause issues with the conservation of linear and angular momentum. So with our stage set, let's delve into the paper's significant contributions in this field. Shall we, Jen? Absolutely, Tom. Let's get to it. Key concepts and background. When we do simulations, preserving key physical laws like conservation of energy and momentum is crucial for the accuracy of our results. And here we encounter a, prob a problem with standard Ehrenfest dynamics. It doesn't conserve linear and angular momentum when using a truncated adiabatic state basis, which is quite common in practical simulations. The researchers behind this paper, Jen Tao and colleagues, have demonstrated this issue and more importantly, proposed a solution by using modified Ehrenfest equations involving the non-abelian Berry force. The non-abelian Berry force accounts for the communication between different related electronic states. Including it ensures that momentum conservation isn't lost in translation, literally. So our key concepts today are Ehrenfest dynamics, the Born-Oppenheimer approximation, and the non-abelian Berry force, which accounts for the interactions within pairs of quantum states with specific symmetries. For our listeners not steeped in quantum mechanics, think of it this way. Imagine a dance where one person is significantly larger than the other. In the BO approximation, the larger person is the nucleus and doesn't move much, while the electron darts around them. But in reality, sometimes that large person has to move in response to the smaller one, especially in fast-paced dances. 
This is more like the non-adiabatic situation where Ehrenfest dynamics and Berry forces come into play. A great analogy, Tom. Now, baseline knowledge set, let's get into the heart of the research, core. This research had two main objectives. First, they wanted to demonstrate that Ehrenfest dynamics in a truncated basis indeed fails to conserve total momentum. And secondly, they aimed to show that by incorporating the non-abelian Berry force, you get a much improved simulation that maintains momentum conservation. They approached this by diving into the mathematical meat of the problem, which means working out the equations of motion that describe how different components of the system evolve over time. These components include nuclear position, nuclear momentum, and the electronic density matrix, effectively a mathematical representation of the quantum state of the electrons. Now, their results confirmed the shortcomings of the traditional approach. However, with the revised equations, not only could they conserve angular momentum in simulations, but these equations also nicely aligned with previous theoretical work on the subject. Important to note here is their application to the methoxy radical, a molecule with unpaired electrons and spin-orbit coupling, making it a suitable case study for their revised dynamics. In these computational experiments, they confirmed angular momentum conservation with the correct equations of motion, including this crucial Berry term. Now, let's talk implications, implications and applications. The implications of this work are wide-ranging. By correcting these Ehrenfest dynamics, researchers can now run more accurate simulations of molecules with unpaired electrons and strong spin-orbit coupling. Yes, this could have a big impact on how we study photochemical reactions, charge transfer in materials, and even the design of new photonic devices. And let's not forget organic systems where spin flows between different degrees of freedom. The non-adiabatic simulations are now available as a powerful tool to better understand these complex interactions. The study effectively expands our toolbox for exploring the quantum classical boundary, especially in systems where neglecting spin degrees of freedom is far from trivial conclusion. Before we wrap up, let's summarize our main discussion points. We delved into a paper that addressed the challenge of momentum conservation in Ehrenfest dynamics using a truncated set of adiabatic states. We discussed the essential concept of the non-abelian Berry force, which plays a vital role in restoring momentum conservation in these dynamics. And through a combination of rigorous mathematical analysis and simulations of the methoxy radical, the authors demonstrated both the problem and their solution. Their contribution provides a more reliable framework for simulations of chemically and physically interesting systems, especially those with spin-orbit coupling. In our reflections, we can see the broader relevance of this work in pushing the bounds of what we can simulate accurately, which has implications across both fundamental research and potential technological applications. Well, that wraps up another episode. We hope you enjoyed this deep dive into the world of quantum simulations. Jen, any final thoughts? Just that this paper shows how even the most established methods can have their limits tested. And with that, new improvements can arise that extend our scientific horizons. Well said. And with that, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you at the next episode. Step right up, step right up to the mystical, magical world of QuillQuest Inc. Tired of your mundane ballpoint pen squandering your sorcerer's potential? Fear not. QuillQuest Inc. presents the legendary Merlin's Master Writer, 
with a nib sourced straight from the fiery plumage of a phoenix. Write, sketch, or doodle, and watch as your creations leap off the page with a life of their own. But remember, draw responsibly. Say adieu to language barriers. Our pens prattle in parcel tongue and babble in elvish. And never fear a fact flop again with spell check that put a know-it-all gnome to shame. Accidentally wrote a love letter to a dragon? The Merlin's master writers got your back. And for those messy magic mishaps, our potion inks ensure your desk might just predict tomorrow's weather. But don't search for a customer hotline. Our support wizard prefers the poetic touch of a haiku. In a mystical tone. O oh, wise wizard's aid, come forth from the inky shade, guide my quill's escapade. With QuillQuest Inc., it's not just a purchase, it's an adventure. Where wizards wield words wonderfully, and your stories live happily ever after. QuillQuest Inc., they put the scribe in incredible. Head to the back of that mysterious globe-trotting wardrobe and grab your magic pen today. And if it doesn't fill your life with enchantment, you'll get your gold coins back. Now, let's quill the quest for magical writing and get back to the show. Thank you, Quill Quest Inc. Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today we are delving into the fascinating world of temporal networks with a particular focus on something called node-specific memory. That's right, Jen. We're exploring a research paper that's made waves in the field Temporal Networks with Node-Specific Memory, Unbiased Inference of Transition Probabilities, Relaxation Times, and Structural Breaks. Before we jump into the nitty-gritty, let's set the stage for our listeners. Why are temporal networks so significant? Well, unlike static networks, these beasts evolve over time, affecting everything from brain activity to social interactions. Absolutely, Jen. These networks are everywhere. Remember that time we had an episode on viral marketing? or when we discussed how diseases spread through populations, all of those scenarios involve networks that change over time. Now, the key thing our paper addresses is the concept of memory in networks, not like computer memory, but the idea that the past states of the network can influence its future. That's a crucial point. We're not just talking about whether two points in a network are connected. It's about how long they've been connected in the past, and how that affects the likelihood they'll stay connected in the future. Imagine remembering every interaction you've ever had with someone. It could get pretty complex, right? That's what's happening here. This paper presents a way to study networks by considering both their structural nuances and the memory of their connections. The authors develop a mathematical framework akin to the icing model from physics to analyze these networks. They've come up with a way to estimate the probability that a connection remains over time, the typical time scale over which networks relax to a steady state, and even identify when a network undergoes a significant structural shift. In practical terms, this could help us understand when a community might fragment or how quickly information travels through a social network. For example, in a business context, when would be an optimal time to push out a new product update? Right, Jen. This paper uses concepts like maximum entropy modeling and likelihood maximization, big words that boil down to quantifying uncertainty and making well-informed guesses about complex systems. And that's what's amazing about this study. It provides a toolkit for deciphering the code behind our ever-changing world. Whether you're a neuroscientist mapping the brain or a policymaker trying to prevent misinformation, 
this research has vast implications. To wrap up our discussion, it's clear this paper represents a significant step forward in understanding complex, time-evolving networks. By acknowledging that each node or point in the network has its own memory, researchers create a more nuanced picture of how the network behaves as a whole. As we close, we want to remind listeners that while the paper can feel dense and technical, its core ideas have real-world applications that affect all of us on a daily basis. We're not just talking theory here. We're talking about the underpinnings of our interconnected lives. Thank you for tuning in to our deep dive into the realm of temporal networks with node-specific memory. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and gained a better understanding of this impactful research. Don't forget to follow us for more episodes where we break down complex topics like this into informative and entertaining segments. Until next time, this is Jen. And Tom, signing off. Keep your connections strong and your network memories long. Have you ever found ballet predictable, Jen? About as predictable as quantum physics, Tom. Funny you should say that because today's episode is sponsored by Quantum 2 Tool, Inc., where cutting-edge physics twirls elegantly with dancewear. Picture this, a tutu that taps into the quantum realm. Every time you pirouette or play, boom, your quantum tutu shapeshifts with dynamic patterns and bedazzling color changes. Be dazzled as Schrodinger's catwalk meets your dance stage. With their patented technology, you embrace the uncertainty principle with every move. Never knowing which stunning design will appear next, that's the quantum leap in ballet attire. Perfect for those who love their routines spiced up with a hint of unpredictability. So leap into the future of ballet with Quantum 2 Tool, Dance Entanglement, where it's a particle and a wave of applause waiting for you. Check them out and add some quantum flair to your next performance. Welcome back to our Science Deep Dive podcast. I'm your host, Tom. And I'm Jen. Today, we're embarking on a fascinating journey into the quantum realm. The title of our discussion is Linear and Angular Momentum Conservation in Surface Hopping Methods. Right off the bat, that might sound a bit daunting, but fear not. We're here to guide you through it step by step. This paper we're discussing today is highly significant in the field of computational chemistry and physics. It addresses a fundamental challenge in simulating the behavior of molecules at the quantum level, particularly when electrons transition between different energy states while also considering their spin. Now, before we dive deeper, let's lay down some background. When dealing with molecules and their electrons, scientists often approximate their behavior using the Born-Oppenheimer approximation. In essence, this approximation assumes that because electrons are so much lighter than nuclei, we can treat the electronic motion separately from the nuclear motion, essentially freezing the nuclei in place while we figure out what the electrons are doing. But there are times when this approximation doesn't hold up, especially when we need to account for something we call non-adiabatic effects, essentially when electrons need to hop from one energy level to another. This is where surface hopping methods come in, which simulate the possible transitions, hops, of electrons between energy states. And this has been a powerful approach called Tully's Fewest Switches Surface Hopping, or FSSH. Now imagine a molecule with several possible pathways it can take, and its electron has to decide, hmm, which path do I jump onto? That's the heart of surface hopping methods. Except, 
there's a catch. When an electron hops around, you'd expect certain laws of physics, like the conservation of linear and angular momentum, to hold. But guess what? Standard techniques like FSSH tend to violate these conservation laws, and that's problematic. Exactly, Jen. So the paper we're discussing today, authored by Yanze Wu, Jonathan Rawlinson, Robert G. Littlejohn, and Joseph E. Sabotnik, critically examines the standard FSSH algorithm. They point out the crux of the problem. The lack of conservation arises not from the direction of the hop, per se, but from the way dynamics are propagated along these energy surfaces that might not be time-reversible. And the solution they propose is pretty ingenious. They suggest running dynamics along eigenvalues of electronic Hamiltonians that depend not just on nuclear position but also momentum, coupling these with an electronic nuclear coupling term. This approach has profound implications, especially in developing new semi-classical methods that treat all the nuclear, electronic orbital, and electronic spin degrees of freedom together. And that brings us to why this paper is so significant in its field. It not only points out the problem, but also charts the course towards a solution which could revolutionize the way we approach quantum simulations. Stay tuned, folks. After a short break, we're going to dissect the methodology used in this paper, delve into their findings, and explore the broader ripple effects this research could have on the field. Welcome back. Now let's jump into the core of this research. The objectives are pretty clear. To demonstrate the momentum conservation issue with standard surface hopping methods in quantum systems and propose a more accurate approach. The methodology they've used involves running simulations using the modified version of the electronic Hamiltonian with that crucial coupling term. And their key findings are straightforward yet impactful. They've shown that the modified algorithm, which they call phase space surface hopping, or PSSH, does conserve both linear and angular momentum. This is a game changer. It's like they've provided a new map that guides electrons on their journey across energy lamps without breaking the fundamental rules of physics. But where does this take us? What's the bigger picture? Well, the potential impact on the field is massive. We're looking at more accurate simulations of molecular dynamics, which is crucial for understanding complex chemical reactions, materials science, drug discovery, and even the burgeoning field of spintronics and to think about how all of this ties back to the chiral-induced spin selectivity, or CSS effects, is simply mind-blowing. We're on the verge of comprehending and utilizing the way molecules preferentially select spins based on their chirality. Moving towards our conclusion, it's clear the authors have put forward a compelling argument for modifying the FSSH algorithm to account for linear and angular momentum conservation. Their reflections on the subject show a deep understanding of the interplay between quantum mechanics and the fundamental laws of physics. This isn't just an incremental step. It's a quantum leap towards more robust and reliable simulations. In closing, this paper isn't just a fascinating read for the quantum chemically inclined. It's a signal that we're entering a new era of computational methodologies, one where we adhere more strictly to the universal laws governing our universe. This has been quite the episode, Tom, to think that what starts out as an abstract concept could end up having such tangible impacts on science and technology. It's exhilarating. Absolutely, Jen. To our listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this deep dive into linear and angular momentum conservation in surface hopping methods. Until next time, keep pondering the quantum wonders that surround us.
and we'll be back with more mind-bending topics to explore. Thanks for listening, and see you in the next episode. Have you ever gazed up at the sky and thought, wow, that cloud looks like a mashed potato? And have you ever wished you could actually make it into a massive fluffy castle? Well, guess what? Fluffy Forge Cloud Hammer Inc. is bringing your head in the clouds ideas to life. That's right. With our forging cumulus dreams and stratospheric ambitions mantra, we're the trailblazers in meteorological construction. Our Nimbus Nailer technology ensures your sky-high creations are more than just vapor. You want a cumulus poodle? A stratospheric skateboard? Heck, a gargantuan cloud hammer to beat back those Monday blues? You dream it, we forge it. Fluffy Forge is like the Bob the Builder of the heavens. But remember, while your dreams are bolted down, the occasional bird isn't. So don't be surprised if a flock of feathered friends drops by, stunned by your aerial artistry. And rainbows. You might just get impromptu arcs of color with every order. So if you're ready for some serious sky sculptures, call Fluffy Forge Cloud Hammering today. And let's make the sky the most whimsical place on Earth. Or rather, above it. Service comes with a no-lightning guarantee, but we're not responsible for the confused birds. That's Fluffy Forge Cloud Hammer, Inc., where dreams are just a stratus away. Call now, and we'll throw in a cloud-based hammock so you can lounge in your new aerial domain. You've been listening to the award-winning podcast sponsored by Fluffy Forge Cloud Hammer, Inc. Forging your wildest cumulus dreams and stratospheric ambitions into Cloud9 reality. So, float on over to our sponsor and tell them Tom and Jen sent you. And stay tuned for more episodes that will keep you on Cloud9. Now let's get back to the podcast.